right, conspiracy players, welcome to another episode. Today we are joined by Amit from the Hockett Podcast. And he's someone that I've kind of been interacting with because of Twitter and mutual acquaintances. And uh, I always hear this dude ask so many questions to his guests, but I never really get to hear about him. So we're excited to have him on. Welcome to the show, Amit. Thank you so much, Colby, for inviting me on your show. You're welcome, man. Thanks for coming on. And uh, I think just to start, you want to talk a little bit about you and how you got into the circle, the podcast circle, and how you got into conspiracies. Just a little background. So I'll start with the podcast, how I got into podcasts. So around like 2016, I started listening to like um, true crime podcast. And then from there, slowly started to drift away because... The podcasters I was listening to, they had too much of a political agenda attached to their podcast. And I was like, no, nah, I'm not. What if all of you are going to talk about politics in between your show? I'm not going to name one show, but you probably heard it's very popular in the true crime community. Those two ladies would talk about their uh, personal opinions and their political uh, thoughts. And I was like, I'm done. And then some of the other uh, true crime podcasts I listened to, they've been kind of like going through stuff personally and then they had fan interactions so i was like I'm, I'm done so i slowly moved away from that i'm not sure whose podcast i got started with in like the conspiracy movement i think it was no mercy with tommy g and bob's lesson after listening to that i decided to slowly get myself not started with it but just listen and just like get myself prepared to start my own so i didn't start my podcast till like 2020 October 2020. That's, you know, I, a lot of these newer ones, like my myself included, we started in 2021. So you kind of got the jump on us. And back then it was called Amit's Corner. Yes. When you first started. And it was just you, correct? Yes. it's It's been me since day one. I do it by but you, did, you didn't ever do any, uh, at first, you just did kind of like deeper dive episodes. You didn't really do any interviews. Oh, no. I started doing interviews in 2021. Like, I think my first one was in um june or july it could be around there I, I don't know i don't remember at the top of my head but that's when i officially moved on from doing like short based episodes they were like 12 to 15 minutes long i was like and the hard part for me was finding accurate information on the topics i wanted to talk about so i was like i need to move on from that because everything i read nowadays i like is this actually true or just like made up you can find 18 different truths about the same question on the internet yeah, it's hard. You got to really know, and it's get to the point where they're going to just not have anything accurate online. Another thing is another thing I noticed is is when you look at something up, they give you like the same articles in like this different uh, page. If you got go on Google, if you go to like the page two, it'll be the same articles pop up. Yeah, I've also noticed even in media circles that are pretty big. Everybody just references everybody else's articles, but you never find out who the first article was that actually found that those resources that they're all quoted. So, it, yeah, it's probably all bullshit. Mm -hmm. I mean, Operation Mockingbird has been in effect for a fucking long time. Yeah. So around 2016, I slowly started getting into conspiracies. I always questioned the government a lot. I never was a fan of the government, but there were two guys who were former um, Epoch Times employees that did the Edge of, Edge of Wonder series on youtube before they moved on to their own platform because they're getting censored so they had a couple of documentaries about 
Obama was the one that really woke me up to the whole like about him, what he did in, in ISIS related stuff. And then from there, I just took a really huge red pill. And from there, that day on, I never looked back. Yeah, that's interesting because we're kind of like we're the only guys saying it wasn't 9-11 that woke us up. Like so we're, you you were. I'm not sure how old you are. I'm guessing you're probably a decade younger than me. But do you do you remember 9-11? Like, do you remember it having an impact on you when it happened? Oh, yeah, I remember that really well. I was actually home from school. I was think I was in elementary school when it happened. So I was at home dealing with personal issues. And it happened, I think it was around like 10 o'clock in the morning Pacific time. And ever since then, I was glued to what was happening. But then I was young, so I didn't really look up. Or I didn't know how to use a computer. So like, I'm going to forget about it and not think about it. But like, did you ever watch that Jason Burmis documentary about 9-11? Loose Change. Yeah. yeah. That one really woke me up to seeing that this was totally made up by the government. To push the Patriot, uh, Patriot Act and other security measures so they can spy on the citizens. So do you think that they seized on an opportunity or do you think they flat out made it happen? Well, when I read before the event that the guy who owned that building took like a massive loan. So in case anything would happen, he could be able to pay it off. So from then, that was one thing. And then another thing I read was that like closer to the event, they had police search dogs, I think, away from the building. So because they didn't know what they so they couldn't be there at time. So to help keep them out, there's those two things that I learned, like, yeah, the government's not really our friend. They're really our enemies. Yeah. Um, I always, you know, this is the obvious one, but the size of that hole in the Pentagon. And they try to, like, there's no wreckage. It's, and, like, people, like, really intelligent, well-educated people believe that that was an airplane that hit that. I think there's still, like, even a few weeks ago, there was some footage or something that came out that was never released before. Did you see that? And it looked like it's just a blur. But the angle it was coming down on and the size of it, there's no way that was an airplane. I'm not going to say it was a missile, but it was something, something that wasn't probably an airplane. Probably one of the CIA like planes that they can fly, that they could control, that hit the towers. That's what I, my opinion is on that. And and at the Pentagon as well. So do you think there are passenger planes at all? Mm-mm. Yeah. Because the government is very smart to, to uh, change everything so people can believe it actually happened. Because there were some other things that were going on during that time. I think it was a newscast. I think it was ABC. They couldn't like accurately predict, and when they went when they went live, they were like off by a few minutes. Yeah, there's a lot of weirdness around that shit. We could do a whole episode on it. Um, I don't know if you want to talk any more about yourself or just dive into some questions because I have. I mean, I know you from Twitter, and I did see something about you had uh, your, is it your anniversary of a kidney transplant? Yes, that's correct. I celebrated my kidney transplant anniversary uh, last month. It's been 27 years since I got a transplant done. Okay, so you were, you were, you had your life saved by some pretty crazy ass technology if you think about it like being able to take somebody else's something and put it in you to keep mm-hmm. you alive that's an something insane to go through yeah since getting that i've had a 
let's just say a struggling childhood because after I got that done, which was in 96, then then I had like a couple of like operations on my legs and stuff because when I was born, supposedly I was like kind of deformed somewhere like in the lower part of my body, especially around my knees. So I've gotten plates put in and I take anti-rejection medicine so it affects the way I think and everything. So do you, uh, do you think there's certain ways that you've, that you're a different kind of person and you might like, if that had never happened, maybe you wouldn't have even like been on this path? I believe so. If I wasn't, if I didn't go through what I went now, I probably would have a better career in college. I would have done better in college because I wasn't really a huge fan of college and I kind of went to a community college for like a year and wasted my time and then went to a, like a small private university. I did graduate with a network administration, but I didn't really go forward with it because to be, to be honest, I wasn't interested. This was around like 2017. So when, after I graduated in that same year or the year after 2018, I did, I was supposed to graduate my cybersecurity degree in 2019. I'm, like, eh, I'm not really interested. And then the whole COVID thing happened. I was like, eh, I'm not going to go in the business world. Because for me personally, I like being independent. I'm not the person that wants to work for a, a boss or anything. That has never been my aspirations. Well, that's good. You're on the right path then. Mm-hmm. So like around like 2020, I started my photography. That's been kind of going so, so I haven't gone anywhere since the whole, whole thing happened in 2020. So I've been staying at home. So I've been slowly getting into that. I still need to get back on that then. Around like, I said 2020 was 2021. Around there, I started my podcast. It was in October. Well, yeah, man, you've got a different kind of thing going on. I think you stick with it. It's gonna, it's gonna mm-hmm. take your places for sure. Thank you. Yeah, I do like interview based style podcast because most uh, people I follow they like choose topic and talk for like hours. I can do that. I gotta have a communication between someone else. Like I said before, I did small episodes, but I was like, I'm tired of that. So. Now I do like, I ask you about your personal, your occupation and what things you're interested in. And then whatever the conversation goes, we'll talk about it. And you've got some big names on there. Mm-hmm. Like, I remember, who was it I just saw the other day? I need to go back and listen to it because it's it's kind of an older episode. You had Chrissy Mayer on? I did. Yeah. Was that a, good, a cool interview? Yeah, it was. I was nervous, but I got it done. Nice. She was surprised yeah. at the uh, questions I asked her. All right. I'm going to have to listen to that one. All right. Well, speaking of questions, when Jeremiah, he's the co-host I have on this podcast, he's here sometimes. Uh, when he and I first started, we did like deep dive topic based episodes. We just take turn presenting things to each other. But our very first episode, there is a list of 11 questions and they're all conspiracy driven. And I always kind of thought it would be cool to like ask that same set of questions to guests. But every time I've had a guest on, it's like, oh, we're just going to talk about this. So this is the perfect opportunity to dust these old questions off. And uh, I'm a huge fan of the number 11. So there's 11 questions. And I took like a few days just kind of sifting through topics that I've always been fascinated by. And so if you want to, I would like to ask you those questions today. All right. So uh, before we start, if uh, 
you have a lot to say about one. If your answer is like long, 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 that's fine. Because some of them might just be like short answers okay. too. So you can go as long as you want or as, or as short as you'd like. And the first one is, do you believe in Sasquatch and or any other type of cryptid? I actually kind of do. I believe there's something out there that we don't know about and they're hiding from us. That's what I want to say about that. There's something out there that in the deep wilderness of like, like I'd say like Montana, for example, around there and in different countries, there probably are cryptids, but they don't want to share with us because then people will lose their minds. So, yeah. no, not, not lose their minds, but then they'll go, they'll go after that thing and try, start making money off of it. Okay. Um, what's the ranch? Gosh, Skinwalker Ranch. What do you think of that? Like, do you think there's something really there? Like a, a portal or something where these creatures are coming through? Mm, if I have to go, if I had an opportunity to go visit there, then I probably would say yes, but I don't know. I'm not sure. To me, it seems like one of those things where it could be the government fucking with us. Like maybe there's nothing supernatural going on out there. I mean, not even the Skinwalker Ranch. What about Area 51? Area 51, I think, is definitely covering up something else. And the whole alien narrative that came out of that was a huge psyop. Probably one of the first mass psychological op operations that they pulled on us. Mm -hmm. I don't know how you feel about aliens. In fact, that there is outer space questions on this list, so we could probably get back into that. All right, so the second question is, in your opinion... Has man really walked on the moon? Nope. Well, no, that was, that was uh, quick. No. Okay, explain. I believe that they were. I believe everything that we've seen, documentation, even that picture of I forgot the damn president name, and him talking on the phone. Nixon. And, yeah, Nixon. That never happened. It's just a thing that these people do to like say, okay, we did these things, but later on, it's not really true. So you, just not only us not having gone there in 1969, but you think nobody has? Like China was supposedly just going around the backside of it in the last mm -mm. like few months ago, maybe? Okay. Maybe the robots they sent into space, possibly they did, but I don't know if, about humans. Okay. Do you think we occupy one of many parallel realms, or do we live in a universe? I believe we live in a sim world. You ever heard of the sim game? The computer game? Yes, that one. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I believe we live in that kind of a world. Okay, well, that I can knock that question off the list because that comes later. So in the in the simulation theory world, there's still room for, like, it's just one universe of whatever this consciousness is that's running the simulation. Uh, I just always wonder if people think, of, like, parallel universes exist, in which a parallel universe would be a multiverse. It's just kind of a actually... Uh, an oxymoron to say parallel universe, but yeah. So that was kind of what that question is. And I think if you believe in simulation theory, I also do. That's what I think is going on. It explains everything else that you could, anything paranormal, anything metaphysical can be explained by a simulation world. So hopefully we could just think inside of that box because yeah, anything possible to, to imagine by the people creating this world could happen tomorrow today right now the sun could just stop in the middle of the sky and never move an inch i mean mm -hmm. i wouldn't be that surprised if something like that happened i don't know about you yeah did you hear about the two moons that people were seeing in the sky i did see something about that on twitter what do you know about it i don't know much about it but i thought it was kind of weird because you brought that up about the sun not moving and then you're seeing two moons it's like is one of them just a really large beam of light that they're flashing from somewhere 
kind of like a Project Bluebeam-esque type thing. Mm -hmm. I know that we talked about this a little bit when I was on your show. It was mainly me talking about it since I was the guest, but I think you did mention something about uh, ghosts. Do you believe in ghosts? I do believe in ghosts. I believe that there are other supernatural beings. I, be I believe that when someone dies, like a pet or a human, they come back into another like form of a human or pet. Like for example, my dog passed away two years ago and I got I adopted a cat last year. And I believe that his spirit has come into my cat because he acts exactly the way my dog would be doing. So you think your dog reincarnated into your current cat? That's exactly yes. Okay. See, I've heard other people, friends of mine that have had dogs and they think they come back to them, but it's always like the same animal. So that's that's interesting. So it's drawn to you. Just keep switching. Like maybe you'll have a parakeet next. <laughs> and the, what's your cat's name? It's Harold. Maybe Harold will be, uh, I don't know, a boa constrictor that will find its way to you. I don't know if you're a snake guy. I'm not. They kind of. I'm not either. I mean, they're cool and everything, but I don't want one in an aquarium in my house or a terrarium, I guess it would be. Yeah, that's just, I don't know. They just, I think there's something mystical and spiritual about them, but it's also kind of like, seems like, I guess there's a reason that's the, uh, prototypical other in the mythology of certain religions mm -hmm. uh, okay so what about as far as like when you see a ghost do you think that's a person that's that's died and it can't pass on for some reason mm -hmm. yeah i do believe that yeah because i think we did talk about how frantic missy and others i've heard say this they think it's you're seeing people from another timeline that's somehow blending over and there's been ghost stories like did you ever see the movie with Nicole Kidman called The Others? I have not, no. Yeah, so it's kind of like The Sixth Sense. The big reveal is that they're not really seeing ghosts. That They're seeing a family in the future in that house. And then it like shows them at the end of the movie, and they keep seeing them as ghosts. So they're like each other's ghosts. I was just like, whoa. I thought it was kind of a cool thing to do to a ghost story. Mm -hmm. there, have been, there have been like so many places that people go to that are like haunted. And they see like some figure that they're, they hear them or they see them in the mirror. Ooh, mirrors. Like, have you been listening to Cosmic Peach? But I know the whole mirror thing because supposedly I think it was her saying it or someone else that if you have a mirror in your house, you shouldn't be sleeping next to it because it like captures or brings in whatever you're seeing into your the real world. It's oh, something you like that. You guys were on uh, Master Debaters, Monday Night Master Debaters yeah, together, right. and she yeah. told you about a dream she had, and you asked her about the mirror. So that you might have actually been the one that like inspired her to look into that, because she just did an episode with Ryan Dean from Dangerous World Podcast. Mm -hmm. Did you listen to that? I fortunately did not. It's all about mirrors. I think you should check it out. It's really awesome. Um, so have you ever messed around with Ouija boards since we're on the top of ghosts uh -huh, or anything? No, like I would never do that. No. Nope. Yeah, Cause you know, you hear stories about kids who do it and they like, sometimes it's, it fucks with them to the point where they don't see the same. Okay. Anymore. Bringing that up. Do you think that they're mostly high sometimes when they're doing it also? Because if they're like smoking tons of weed and they do the Ouija board, they're going to probably see some like spirit or that thing moving. Cause they're like, mind is not straight. I don't know. I smoke weed every day and I think it would have to be like maybe a psychedelic drug. 
Mm-hmm. Or, you know, when kids smoke pot, they don't do it all the time. So, like, if I take a few weeks off and I smoke, it's like, holy shit. Like, yeah, you're high. It's uh, So maybe, I don't know. I think it could be both. I think that there's certain forces out there that, like, you can channel. And for some reason, the Ouija board is, like, I don't know. How, what do you think about voodoo dolls and shit like that? I believe that they do work. Yeah. I believe that they... You get one, they're probably going to affect the other. Like, if you get, like, let's say, for example, you got a, one from your family member, you start poking at it, they may affect them in some way. Yeah. I don't know. That's not really tied into, like, witchcraft, is it? It like, is. Is it? It's all it the is. same. Because there's, like, where it's I live. That, that huge, uh, that voodoo thing is very huge in New Orleans. Right. Yeah, yeah. Did you ever watch True Detective? I've heard like, oh, I never watched it. You know, I don't. I know you don't watch a lot of shows anymore these days. But if you ever want to watch something that's all about like the pedo stuff and the shit that really goes on, that guy who wrote that he wrote it in like I don't know. The show was made in 2015, mm-hmm. and he wrote it as like a 900 page novel, and then he decided to take it to HBO, and they're like, "Yeah, let's make this." So I'm thinking he must have wrote it like closer to 2010, maybe. He has to have an insight into like certain things because it's just like Epstein wasn't out in the open yet. Uh, Pizzagate hadn't really happened, but the symbolism in the show is the Pizzagate symbolism. Well, and there's speaking, also predictive programming. So Speaking of television, the Simpsons are very good with doing that. They are. We did an episode about predictive programming where we mainly talked about 9-11, but we had just a special section dedicated to The Simpsons. And I still see more that I didn't include in there. Like, it's everywhere. Like, what do you think that's about? I believe the creator of the show is a Freemason, so he knows what's going on or what's going to happen in the future. Because there have been points in the show where it, I think there's a scene, and I don't remember what episode it was, but Bart's looking at a magazine and it has the two towers in it, and it's like they're crashing into it. So, and later on, it happened a few years after that. Yeah, that's that's the scary one. They also just every once in a while they have certain things that are almost spot on, like the Donald Trump thing and the voting machine stuff. Like, yeah, it's all political shit that they call usually. So, I think you're right. I think Matt Groening has some kind of inside information and he's supposed to disseminate it to us somehow. I mean, it was like the first show of its kind. It's mm-hmm. probably the most watched cartoon by adults, even ahead of South Park. Mm-hmm. Oh, I still uh, watch that show a lot. That's the only thing I will watch if it's on. Simpsons? Yeah. Yeah, I haven't watched it in years. So is it still good? Not really, no. They got into like the artwork styles to like modern now. So their stories are kind of like bland. So do you just watch it to see what kind of stuff they're going to predict? Yeah, pretty much, oh, yeah. cool. That's a guess. I'm going to have to start doing that, too. I, it's on Fox? You can watch on Hulu. Okay. Or Disney I have Plus. Hulu. All right. Ooh. I'm curious to see what you say about this one. Do you think time travel is possible? I do. I believe we can do that. Do you think we are doing it? Yeah, I think, there's, I think something happened in, like, 2012 that we've gone, like, kind of back to like i don't know it feels weird the time we're in now kind of feels weird i feel like time has changed because i feel like time moves a lot faster nowadays than it used to like a few years ago so do you think like our entire timeline somehow shifted in a way that changed things Mm -hmm. so what does like mandela effect play into that for you yeah 
Because I'm a huge Mandela effect that, guy. Because there's been some instance of the Mandela effect that you look at it one time and it didn't change to another. The Bernstein bear spelling is the one that really got me on it. Because I, I remember things. I'm a visual learner and I remember the cover of those books and it was never AIA for me. AIA for me. So what about recently the big one is Britney Spears dress in the Oops I Did It Again music video. Do you remember that video where she's wearing like a schoolgirl sweater, dancing with pigtails? I've seen the video, but good. So, what is in your memory of that video? Is her uh, skirt plaid or black? I thought it was gray. You thought it was gray? Yeah. <laughs> we should look it up because I think that everybody thinks it's plaid. Because I thought it was. She's wearing a white t-shirt with a tie, and then the suit she's wearing is gray, and then the, the sweater is gray, right? Oh. Let's just do a screen share and look it up together, because this is going to bug me. It's Oops, I Did It Again, right? Yes, it is. No, it's hit me, baby, one more time. All right. Me. Yeah, I was going to say, this is totally a Mandela. She's wearing red now. Okay, so all these pictures, it looks like she's got a black dress on with a gray sweatshirt. So you remember it the correct way. Uh-huh. Or, I mean, you were, you said her, uh, her dress was gray, right? Mm-hmm. So I remembered plaid, but... I'm not it's not one I'm willing to die on the hill of. But it did like take the internet by storm like six mm-hmm. months ago, maybe. So yeah, there's some other cool ones. I don't know. Is there any other Mandela effects that really stick out for you? I don't remember them. I don't remember them that well right now. Too. Yeah, it's the big ones are Bernstein Bears and then there's a whole bunch of like food, like fruit loops. Do you remember how the Oh yeah, f- there's one about the um brand that sells um like Men's clothing, the fruit of the loom. Oh, fruit of the loom. Yeah. Do you remember a cornucopia or just fruit? Just fruit. Okay, you remember it right then. Yeah, I remember a cornucopia, but we think of cornucopia when we see a stack of of fruit and vegetables. So that one could be just a mass memory. But like I said, Bernstein bears for me. Jim Carrey is attached to so many Mandela effects. Mm. The way he says things in movies, he says them the way people remember them. So it's kind of like you might. And like Tommy Boy, where he says, Luke, I am your father into the fan. That's the other big one. No one remembers him saying, I am your father. Mm-hmm. They all remember him saying, Luke, I am your father. So just little things like that. I always found it was interesting. But do you think that they do it on purpose to uh, make people think? Because I feel like they change the, these things on purpose so people can talk about it. And it's at the time when it's like not so popular, somehow they can make the thing popular again. Yeah, I think that's definitely because for some reason we're supposed to be looking at Britney Spears right now. That's very evident. And all of a sudden there's a new Mandela effect with her. So you could be on to something. She apparently the thing that and I heard Sam Tripoli and some other people talking about it, but they said that she remembers it being plaid. <laughs> like she did a recreation of it when she was on lockdown or whatever and wore the outfit and she was wearing a plaid skirt. Mm. So that's weird. But, you know, she's totally a, what, a beta sex kitten. So mm-hmm. they could make her do whatever they wanted. 
I don't even remember what question we asked to get us on that tangent, but that's what these questions are supposed to do. I think it was the time travel one. All right. So here's my favorite conspiratorial question. Did a lone gunman assassinate JFK? If no, do you have a theory on who did? I believe the whole JFK thing was done by probably two to three people. It was a gunman, CIA, and some other organization, FBI. I think they all worked together to kill him. Yeah, me too. But recently, I think I've... I, when I say this to people, they think I'm fucking crazy. You know, a lot of people say the driver shot him. Have you heard that? I've heard I've heard that. I think uh, the wife did. Mm, she she reached... Just watch the video at some t- point. She reaches over. It's like he's already been shot in the neck. Oh, she and probably shot him with like a really tiny, tiny pistol. You could, you could see her drop something behind the seat. She oh, reaches never, under his that. chin and she's just like consoling him. Like, what happened to your neck? And then the top of his head blows up. Oh. It's like the video, the bullet's going straight up. So are you sure that... You do you think that she was told to do it? I think she was probably under some kind of MK Ultra hypnosis, but I think they got her into the mix of it to to program her because they had all this information on him fucking anything with a skirt. You know, he was having so many. I think that they kind of got to her that way, and then were able to like give her a a prompt, like maybe the driver is going to say a phrase, and then all of a sudden she's going to be like, "All right, gun under the chin, slip it behind," and then you remember she just kind of like comes to and freaks out and climbs out the back of the car while it's still moving. Mm-hmm. Next time you take a look at that, just kind of look because it's like. Uh, 16 millimeter film so it was like the frames it's not like what we have now so it's kind of just like a a frame or two you see something metallic reaches over and then it's gone and they would have fallen right behind the seat mm. so yeah take a look at it or when, when what me what happened is she did it and then they blame it on the gunman that was supposedly in the uh, vicinity in that roof that everyone talks about oh oswald yeah yeah I mean, he definitely, I don't even think, I know he was a part of the whole thing, but I don't even think he was probably in the window when it happened. I think he knew, like, oh, shit, something's going down, and he ran. So but, instead of not blaming her, they blamed him for the accident. Yeah. And then he conveniently gets shot mm-hmm. <laughs> before he could say anything. Ooh, now we're getting into some fun stuff. Do you think that dinosaurs exist in the way we were told? Like, no, I believe what, okay, this is my theory on this. I believe all those fossils are pre-made by someone. And I think it's the scientist. Maybe we did have like architecture back then. That was, I know we're going off topic, but no, this is what I want to hear. (laughs) Architecture wise. I think they're real that they, what they find is like made prior and we just throw stuff on it to like hide it. So like the ruins and stuff that we find, mm-hmm. like Goblecky Tepe and shit, mm-hmm. like all Graham Hancock stuff. So what do you you think people of those civilizations made these bones or that that people I are around now? Pe- I, pe- believe, I believe the people that are around now made them so they can make money off of it. Okay, well, I it's funny I, how they, they I believe admit. everything we do is a money-making scheme. And it's always to me, if Steven Spielberg made a movie about it, Outer Space, Jurassic Park, mm-hmm. Alien movies. He fucking made all the good ones back in the day. Like, that motherfucker is tapped into something. Mm-hmm. 
I mean, he might not even be a real dude. Who knows? There was a thing about the dinosaurs that they have at these museums that they're not actually like real bones, that they're made into like, made somewhere. They admit that only like in a whole skeleton you see, like 98% of it is composite. Mm -hmm. And they're just like, we just guessed this is what this whole thing looked like after we found the toe bone. It's like, oh, have you heard that it might have been giants that were finding giant fossils and that we just call them dinosaurs? I have never heard of that before. Like the Nephilim and all that shit. Mm-mm. Yeah, that's one I would like to just actually research on my own a little bit and maybe do a show about it and not like have my own idea because I have no idea. What do you think about oil since we're on the topic? Do you think oil is really fossil fuels or do you think it's more of a natural thing the earth produces? Mm, not sure about that topic. Yeah, the more I've heard like people I trust have looked into it, they come away saying that there's no oil shortage oil is an infinite thing that is kind of created by the earth which makes more sense to me how many fucking dinosaurs had to walk this planet to fuel the industrial complex for the last how many decades i just that just never made sense to me mm-hmm. Ooh, so this is kind of along the same thing and it's not exactly cryptids or dinosaurs but do you believe fairies gnomes elves and other fantastical creatures like that do you think they exist mm. Or maybe yes. existed. Yes and no. So I'll leave it at that because I don't know much about that. It's okay to speculate if you if you have ideas or just, yeah, I, that one to me, I've done enough psychedelic drugs to think that maybe they're in another realm right next door. For some reason, sometimes we can see them. Because I've seen fairies. I've seen elves. But I was always on DMT or mushrooms. So <laughs> I don't think they were really here. Or maybe they really are here all the time and you just have to be fucking cleaning the filter of your third eye a little bit. Sam. Mm-hmm. Oh, so in your opinion, is there an active program for the cloning of humans? Do I believe there's an active cloning program of the humans? Yes. Something that's like in full swing right now. Yes. Oh, man, I forgot. There's one thing I looked up. I forgot it was out of Florida. I don't remember the name of it. But there was a cloning thing that was going on. I think someone paid like a lot of money to get something like cloned. I think it was their pet or another person. I forgot the name of the company. Well, you know Barbara Streisand? Yeah, I do. So she's on her third dog that was the same dog. So her first dog she had for, let's say, 15, 16 years. It's like a big poodle. Mm-hmm. I guess, are those French poodles the ones that are not miniature? Mm-hmm. So I think it was one of those. And she's cloned it three times now. So she's on, or I guess twice. She's on the third one, and it's like the same fucking dog. Mm. That to me is weird. Like, I love my dog, but I don't want science to bring him back. That sounds like some Pet cemetery Stephen King shit could, uh-huh, could happen. All right. Getting down to it. So what are your thoughts on flat Earth versus globe Earth? I believe we live in a globe Earth because if you ever look at the Earth in general, we feel like we're in like. If you did, you ever watch the Simpsons movie? That's the where movie? they put the dome over the. Yeah, that I believe we live in that kind of a thing. Oh, so you think we're under a, a firmament type mm-hmm. thing? Okay. So, what do you think outer space is? I believe outer space is nothing. Just like a projection. Mm-hmm. If I ever ever had the opportunity to go to space and see it for myself, then my opinion would change on that subject 
But right now, do we know it's actually real? Because what they produce out there, it, they pretend it's real, but we don't really know. Well, what about this? So I think like Elon Musk and all these assholes are talking about starting space tours for ultra wealthy people. I've heard about that. So to me, there's nobody more gullible than wealthy people. So mm -hmm. I think they would just put them in this thing and then the windows would just be movie screens and they could like just, it would just be a simulated like astronaut they thing. They actually and have something like that. I, oh my God. It was, I forgot the company name. I think it's out of California. They have like a plane where you can go sit in. I don't know how much it costs and all that stuff, but you can sit there and you can like float like an astronaut and they use it, I think for the military. So that's what that when we see astronauts training and they're like floating because they, you know, they're not really in outer space. Mm -hmm. I mean, I just think the whole space thing is becoming a little ridiculous because you see pictures where it's like everything looks right. But then there's like a glass of water on the table that they forgot to move before they took the picture or it'll show this like footage that we saw that we're familiar with as kids where it's like astronauts floating. But then it shows like a green screen. Like, this is the real, what it really looked like when they filmed this. So whether it's real or not, just getting us to argue it and debate it, I think is, they love that shit. Mm -hmm. I don't know. They like to make it so people can talk about it, so they can somehow make the topic relevant every time. Well, what do you think about this? This is something I've been noticing the last few years, and it's, I mean, I've probably been noticing my whole life, but. When you, I don't know, you have siblings? I do. I have an older sister. Do you have nieces or nephews? No. So when you start to be around little kids a lot, you'll notice that the boys, there's three things. Dinosaurs, cowboys and Indians, and outer space. Mm -hmm. Those three things, it's like the pajamas, the toys they can play with. It's just like those three things. So it always makes me think like fake history, like kind of Westworld shit with the Cowboys and Indians thing. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you ever watched that show. Oh, I have. I watched all both seasons and then I gave up after the third one. Well, I haven't watched the fourth one because it ends and they're, they're not going to do a fifth like they wanted. So yeah, the first two seasons I thought were kind of its own show. It just mm -hmm. became a different show after season three. It's not even the same. It has the same characters, but I still liked it. After, but it, sorry to interrupt you. No, after like season do. three, they took it like more modern and like outside of their realm that they were in. So they focused on more on that. And it's like the supercomputer that's controlling everybody, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So yeah, that's the last season I watched too. And I think season four is out now but I don't think I'll watch it. Yeah, that's so why, that's why I don't like watching TV anymore because they have two good seasons and then they have a third and then they cancel it right then and there. Have you noticed how over in England and a lot of parts of Europe, they make shows, they never go like past three seasons. Like three seasons is a lot for them. Oh yeah, I have noticed that a lot. And they never outdo their welcome and have mm -hmm. to start writing in circles. Like I loved the show Lost. It was mm -hmm. like... I watched the show as well. But at season five just ruined the whole thing. I mean, I thought the cool shit is when they start like getting in parallel timelines and stuff. And it was just like... Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden it's like, oh, it's about good and evil and the Bible. Yeah, and... that's where I think the show fell off. 
like, I don't I don't think I ever finished like like the season finale because I think at the point I was like I'm done where are they taking the show because the first two seasons was like they talk about the train or the plane crash and then they go back and introduce all the characters and then I think after season three and four I don't really remember what happens so even though you don't watch shows anymore what are your some of your favorite old ones that you watched that you might like sit down and watch again someday hmm have you ever heard of burn notice it was on us network is that had, the one with that had didn't. bruce campbell in yeah it. bruce campbell that's what i was yeah. gonna say so he will i always get like uh there's a few other shows so that was him okay so tell me about that so that's about he's not the main guy he's like the side character but the main guy is jeffrey donovan he plays as a, like a cia cop who gets burned by his organization he was working at and after and the whole show's premise is he goes after who burned him but what happened with that show is like like i think it went out to like season seven if i could be wrong but like between that and that they messed up with the show and they took it to a different way so it, it did the thing where it's just mm -hmm. around too long yep do you like uh like science fiction stuff did you ever watch um Battlestar Galactica. Nope. So that's one of my favorite shows ever. It's just, it's got it all. Fake history, conspiracy, I clones. To, I used to watch a lot of Nickelodeon and Disney Channel shows until <laughs> like my high school days. And then I finally gave off because they didn't have it. After like a certain show, they changed their tune of their shows and it kind of got bad. But I've seen like Rick and Morty. Uh, Adventure Time, all the Cartoon Network shows that were back in like 2000 era, I watched those. Did you watch Aqua Teen Hunger Force? I did not. <laughs> that one was weird as shit. It was yeah, those those um movies. those shows that came on at midnight, like for like for us midnight, those were weird. Yeah, you. I mean, I I was in college smoking pot, and it was just like, oh, C Lab 2021 is on. Oh wow. We hit the year of C-Lab 2021 and passed it. I never even thought of that. Did you like the Back to the Future movies? I've seen, I think I've seen the first two. I don't yeah. know. What's the third one about exactly? I don't they really go know. back to the Old West. Okay, and, I think I've seen all of them. I've seen all three yeah. of them. The second one is the one that is in the year 2015. And I remember I was at work and everybody was like, oh my God, today's the day that they travel to in Back to the Future 2. Oh yeah, I've seen, I've seen all those Back to the Future movies. Have you ever seen how the first movie ties into 9-11? Some predictive programming in 9-11? Mm -hmm. I'll have to send you a video, dude. It will blow your fucking mind. It is insane to me. And it's Rob Robert Zemeckis, the guy that directed those. Years later, did the one about the guy who walks across on the wire between the two towers, and it was like a documentary. Mm. Yeah. I'll send you that video. It's like an eight-minute video. We did it in our predictive programming episode, and... It fucked with my head for a while. So, mm. yeah. I'm going to make a note right now so I remember to do send Amit video. Um, I So I always wonder what your favorite movies are when you ask your guests that because you never say. So do you have like three or four favorites? I used to watch Marvel movies like Captain America, Iron Man. I was huge into those. But like after Endgame, Marvel went took like the biggest dump in the world and they kind of got woke and I like i'm done with them yeah. i used to watch I, my favorite movies of like that era when it had like chris evans robert downey jr all the other cat cast members from those movies was uh 
Captain America because he's my favorite um uh Marvel character. Him and Daredevil. Did you watch the Netflix Daredevil? Series? Oh yes, I absolutely love that show, and I can't believe they. Oh my god, Netflix is really dumb. They did, did they first. No, yeah, they canceled it. Uh, Disney Plus is doing the show, but I'm not going to watch it because I don't support Disney. And I know they're going to mess it up some way. Because everything Disney touches, they turn into shit. Yeah. Were you, a, were you a Star Wars guy? Yeah, I was. And did you think they did it justice? Okay, don't even bring up the newer <laughs> ones. They, they, that was bad. But you noticed something? I've noticed something with the Star Wars movies. The new ones they made were the same ones they made in the 80s. They just recasted each yeah. cast member to fit like a same role. A woman. It's a woman instead of a man. Mm-hmm. And then they had Kylo Ren as Dark Vader in the new modern times. Is that the one that Adam Driver plays? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, it's like, what was her name? Daisy Riddick played. See, I think that's the only one I watched. The first one. And I was just I like, watched, this, is, I, this is the I, same I fucking all movie. Them. All the one that J.J. Abrams made, I watched all of them. They were not that good. So the second one is where she goes and trains with Luke. That's the, didn't the third one. And then they had the final one when it was her and Kylo Ren. They battled it out. Okay. And I don't really remember those new movies that well. Yeah, I think I tried to watch. So there was the first one that they of the reboot trilogy. And then there's the second one, and I think I fell asleep in the middle of it, and I was just like, I'm never going to watch this again. It's just, I, you fall asleep, you usually want to pick it back up the next night. But um, Okay, so I want to ask you a little bit about this, because you say you grew up watching Disney and Nickelodeon, and you just stated that you don't support Disney anymore. So what's your reasoning for that? That's what they're like doing nowadays, with like pushing the agenda in front of kids, with all Do the LGBTQ stuff. Yeah. Do you think they actually were nefarious from the beginning. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, we we dove into it a little bit, but I just listened to Matt's uh, Great Deception podcast. I listened to his, I think it's like his second episode. I listened to that last week. I didn't know half of the shit that Disney had their hands in and like how the CIA helped them build their theme park in Florida and all the stuff that goes on there. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the whole, the, the guy who came up with Disney, I always find him kind of like weird. Like, he could be, like, a pedo. I mean... I mean maybe not, but... That's even my, if he my wasn't opinion. a pedophile, he was definitely wanting to manipulate children mentally. And to me, that's just as bad. It's not like, mm-hmm. on the surface, it looks worse when you're molesting kids. But to, like, brainwash them and program them to be fucked up in the head, I think that's just as bad. Mm-hmm. I mean, and, and most of those Disney stars all got brainwashed in being in the shows. And it kind of ruined their careers. Some of them succeeded and went on their own way to be, become successful, but others were like, they'd gone and spiraled downhill. I can only think of two. Well, Shia LaBeouf was one, and then it was that core. But he's that, still fucked up, though. Yeah, he is. And that Orlando Bloom? Well, no, not him. Who was that guy? Black guy. Black. Oh my God, he was just the... Orlando is his name. He's got big eyeballs. Like, no. Rigoa. And he was in the Seven Up, make Seven Up Years commercials. I think he was. I could be totally. So is wrong. he a Disney kid? It wouldn't surprise me. Uh, yeah, just he, Justin Timberlake is the one that I think of. Like, he seems okay, but is he? Mm-mm. I don't I, think I, any celebrities are. I interrupted you. You were starting to say something. 
Yeah, so he said Shalaba for him, and there's a couple of the uh, women, female whole stars. Demi Lovato is one of them. Uh Bella Thorne. Bella Thorne. And Zadea. Which one is she? She's the one. She was with Bella Thorne in that dancing show. I don't know if you ever watched Disney Channel. It was about. Uh, not at that point. Well, I watched it at that point. She was her co-star. Bella Thorne went into like the weirdest direction. Zendaya, I think, was purposely. I think they purposely made her more famous because she was black, and at that time they had the whole BLM thing going on. It was slowly starting off, so it was like, let's have someone become the face of Disney for that time and then let her go and let her do her own things she's the one who was in the spider-man movie with tom holland oh see i haven't seen those ones i watched the andrew garfield one and it was okay i really liked the toby mcguire ones because i think oh, yeah those looked, are my favorite ones they the looked way, like the comic yeah that and the way they were filmed it felt more natural now it's just too much cgi yeah they really did and it was uh, Sam Raimi, who I love the Evil Dead and all that stuff. It's kind of weird that he got that Spider-Man contract. It's kind of mm-hmm. out of place for him, but he did a good job with it. They should have made a fourth one. See, I don't think I watched the third. I know I watched the first one. The first one had uh, Green, Go- uh, Green Goblin in it, and then the second one had Green Goblin and uh, Sandman. I think it was Sandman. I forgot the character. Oh, he know it was Doc Ock. He was in the second one. Well, he well Doc Ock is also in the third one. Okay. Oh, maybe... And- I'm getting confused then. And then, yeah, then he, then he kind of, they didn't really want him. Then it was um, Andrew Garfield. He had the lizard, um, Electro, who was played by Jimmy Fox. That was the second one. I didn't know that. The Electro was one with the second one. I think I only watched the first one. one. I didn't know Jamie Fox was a Spider-Man villain. That's crazy. Yeah, because I don't know if you watched the one that they did last year in 2021 when they had Tony McGuire, Andrew Garfield, and oh. Holland come back. They had all the previous um, villains come into that whole universe thing. My sister told watched, me about Which that. I watched it. It really wasn't that good. The hoopla they were making it, it felt like it was rushed. Like they wanted to release something so they can beat whatever movie was coming out that month. So what was the explanation in the plot line that all these Spider-Mans came together? What was going on there? Was it like multiverse stuff? Yeah, it was multiverse stuff. It had Doctor Strange in it. Oh, so it a, God. Yeah. He was the one who was in charge of the whole multiverse thing, because that's what his thing is, going back into time and fixing things. He has that, that um, let's just say, spiritual thing with him. He and Spider-Man go... I don't remember the story well, but... Something happens that they need that Tom Holland needs to go back in time to fight the villains from the previous movies, and then he kind of fucks up, and then he has to invite Tom, Tony McGuire, and Andrew Garfield to finish it off. Okay, yeah, it sounded way cooler the way my sister said it. You just made me not want to watch it. So you probably saved me a couple hours of my life. What, what was she saying? She's like, "Oh, we were at the movie theater, and like my kids had seen the spider. We like all watched the Spider-Man, the old ones, and then it was like everybody in the theater was like cheering. Toby Maguire came in there. <laughs> it's just like I felt like I was there when she was yeah, telling the, the story. They were only in until like I think the twentieth minute of the ending on the movie, but they have. If you saw the ad, it was if you ever watched the commercials they were promoting the movie with, he was literally at the end of the movie. Because before that, it's just Doctor Strange, 
and Zendaya's character, I don't know what the Asian guy's name was in the movie, explaining my mind. Those three characters were the only ones in the first like hour. Okay. And then it and then in the middle came all the villains, and then later on towards the end it was Andrew Garfield's character and Tommy Maguire. Yeah, doesn't sound that cool. Sounds like a good, like you said, everything's about making money, right? Mm-hmm. All right, so I don't, I, I, I get excited when I meet fellow simulation theorists. So I saved that question for last for you. I really want to know, like, for you, what was your story? How did you come to believing this simulation theory? And, like, tell me, try to pretend you're talking to somebody who doesn't believe in it, because I do. And try to sell it. Well, first of all, tell me what uh, the theory is so I can get background. Well, for, for me, uh, simulation theory is very broad. Most people think of it as we're inside of a computer program. But it could be a technology that's not a computer. Like, you could... An, episode, or an example I use is a South Park episode where aliens took all these different races from other planets... So all the animals have their own planet and people have their own planet and they just put them all together on Earth for a reality show. Mm -hmm. And that's what this existence is. So to me, that could be simulation theory. Like you were talking, you said we're inside of Sims. Yeah, I believe that we are. Okay, so talk about that then. So what I think is that the everyday tasks we do, I think we're programmed to do it, like wake up, eat breakfast, go to work, nine to five job, all that stuff. I feel like what we play in the Sims game is what happens in real life. Do you think there's something controlling us outside of this existence? I believe so. So what do you I'm think? Not sure what is? it is. Do you think it could be like a little kid, <laughs> like getting ready to go to school in their simulation? It's just like a Russian doll of simulations. It could be. See, that's what Elon Musk always talks about. Is that if simulation technology is possible, then the likelihood of us being in the and I hate Elon Musk. So he used to be kind of like interesting and cool. And now, it's now he's annoying. To, well, and then I find out his whole fucking background's bullshit. Mm -hmm. and he's, he's a lie. He's an elite. Anyway, that's a tangent we could go down. But uh, he talked about the just the, the mathematical likelihood of you being in the original existence that isn't simulated would be like one in several, several, several billion, billion, billion. Which, you know, I kind of believe that myself. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so going back, so... Yeah, like I was saying, like what we do is what's getting simulated in the game. Like you have a character. I don't never play the game, but I've seen videos of it. You're like a character, your own character. You go through daily things like living in a house, getting married, dating, all that stuff. I feel like we're doing that in real life. And you don't think there's a, a purpose to any of it? To control us. Yeah, so I always wonder who's controlling or is there could we ever even like stand with them face to face are they people i think it's ai ai did you see travelers on netflix no i did not Ooh, that's a good one i love it it's a time travel show which to me science fiction we were talking about when shows outdo their welcome every science fiction show that i've ever loved is like Oh, we did four seasons that had nothing to do with time travel, but time travel is going to explain everything in the fifth season of why this all happened. It's like, why? There's time travel stories, and Travelers is my favorite one, but it is an AI controlling everything. 
and they take orders from it like it's a god. And mm-hmm. So I think AI could be a good culprit. Do you think it's uh, sentient and has a, a malicious purpose or like a, a divine purpose? So here's my thing. There was this thing going around like in uh, 2020 was like if people who didn't get the, you know what, they were going to get their jobs replaced by robots. I feel like that's still going to happen down the line that like everyone... he's talking about the mrna shots everybody yeah, yeah. <laughs> i just dude if this gets kicked off youtube it just means you're an elite member of the club <laughs> yeah so i feel like the people who did get that are gonna get their jobs replaced soon like in nursing for example because there's a thing a robot that was going around restaurants when workers weren't working they had a robot taking people's orders and that was the start of a future we're headed to that Robots are going to take over people's jobs and people are not realizing that now. Because that already happens in the auto industry. Have you heard of, uh, I think even in this country, I know it's been going on in the Eastern world, but nurses that would usually go around and hand out pills and medications, there's like robots doing that now. Mm -hmm. And in Japan, who has like a huge problem with their elderly population, and there's not enough people to take care of them. They've been doing robots for a long time. They've been they've been ahead of the times with the technology there, with more like robot robot stuff. They have like pretty advanced sex bots too, don't they? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When they're gonna put that over here? I don't think. Yeah, it's people like... who do like um, adult content, like go to do like stripping and all that stuff, they're gonna get replaced soon as well. What do you think about cops? You think they're going to be replaced? Oh, yeah. Down the line, I think they're going to have... What they're going to do is... They're going to come up with, like, you know, those self-driving cars? So they're going to probably have a robot sitting in there. And he's going to go around, like, policing people. Have Did you see something came out of San Francisco not long ago that they had robot cops there? Oh, no, they were going to plan on doing the robot cops. And, and it got too much uproar. And they are like, okay, we're not doing that anymore. And they were even going to have, like, guns and shit. Mm-hmm. And then they, they came forward and were like, they weren't going to have guns. They were going to have bombs. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, well, that's did you, better. Did you see that uh, video of that do- robot dog that was going around? It still goes around every few months. The last one I saw, it was like a whole army of them doing, like, push-ups mm-hmm. and shit. And it looked like Black Mirror. Mm-hmm. Well, that's what the future is going to hold. I think there was a country or a state that was doing that. Dude, those little things. Can you imagine? Everybody's scared of zombies. I'm way more scared of those things. Mm-hmm. Zombies, believe, you just hit them in the head with a shovel. What my theory is, I think they're going to start replacing um, animals, like real-life animals. with Oh, pets? No, not pets, like lions, tigers, with like... Fake... Like, uh, like uh, Westworld. Uh-huh, yeah. Because there was a story out of, I think, Dubai. They wanted to do an aquarium, but they didn't want to do, like, real animals because of the cost and stuff. So the prince there was like, okay, I'm going to make an aquarium, but it was going to be, like, um, AI, computer-generated animals that will project in the water. Were the people who went there to see them, were they going to be aware that they were not looking at real animals? I don't think so. I don't think they would have mentioned that. They'll probably have to find a way to make it, oh, look, it looked realistic. Shit. Because I went to Dubai in like 2016, I think it was, or 2017, and they were supposed to make a Universal there, you know, your studios, but they never mm-hmm. did because the whole thing never happened. They had contract dis- uh, dispute with whoever they were working with. 
but they did make a cartoon world, like a Cartoon Network world there. Do you go in and interact with the cartoons? It was like an amusement park type thing. Okay. Well, I think for for the finale question, just be going off of what we just talked about and where this technology is taking us, if you had to guess what the world holds in 50 to 100 years, what do you think it's going to look like regarding robot technology and all that shit and the I simulation? Believe, I believe we're going to be in a AI-controlled um, state where everything's relied on technology even more than it is now. You think there's any way to get away from it? To uh, take your phones and throw it down down a toilet or somewhere. I live in the forest. I do plan on doing both at some point. And same with me. I'm I'm kind of done with technology. Yeah, because that's, that's going on. That's going on social media nowadays. Is seeing how stupid people are. It's like I don't want to be part of that. Uh, dude, since you and I talked. You remember it was kind of ironic because I was talking about like, yeah, maybe Twitter changes and we get off it. Then I got kicked off. I got right back on. Mm -hmm. I was like, how am I going to do my podcast without Twitter? I don't fucking use it anymore. I get on, I do what uh, Janet does. She, she told me how she's like, I get on it like a few minutes every night. And the only thing I do is I have my notifications on. So if I get a direct message from somebody... It could be somebody like you who I'm going to do a podcast with. So I'll look at those, mm -hmm. but I won't get on. Like I'm trying to do like once a day to start with. And then like once every couple of days and eventually just not do it at all. Cause I'm with you. I need to start doing that as well. I saw I you just, tweeted about Instagram. Are you, you're thinking about getting off there. Instagram sucks. Honestly, it's not a good platform anymore. How much people want to say, yes, I met a lot of people through there in the podcast community, but everything else like sharing stuff is pointless. Well, plus they're under the Meta Corporation umbrella. Mm -hmm. I mean, we did a whole episode on DARPA's life log and how the and the, everything from Instagram is it WhatsApp mm -hmm. and Facebook. Like, yeah, I quit. I quit uh, Facebook like around 2014 when I realized what they actually were. I also, I never really, never really liked it because I used to follow family and friends and they would post, post like really dumb stuff and some high school friends I was kind of still following. But I was like, I'm done with Facebook because as soon as Facebook started to change their like algorithm and then the overall layout, I was like, this app's going to go down the tube and it's, it is now because my mom's on it and I've gone on the, on the app nowadays and it's really bad. It just doesn't even look like the same thing. Nope. There's too much content and way too many ads. Isn't it really politically driven too? That is. Kind of like Twitter. But what Twitter is, you can follow people and you learn things from them. Like, I've learned a lot of things from other people who, like, cook and stuff. On Instagram, you don't even see people, like, do, like, crafting and stuff. It's just, like, one post, add, another post, add, and sometimes two ads. Yeah, see, I've never done any of the Facebook, Instagram stuff. And I have, like, you're the only person who's making me not want to go on there. Like, I talked to uh, Davey Wavy. Mm -hmm. Cosmic Peach and all those people like that's where they thrive is on Instagram and I, I thought about checking it out but mm -hmm. it sounds to me just like another fucking time sink it is and another thing is you gotta follow like a thousand people to get e even in any interactions I've noticed that because I don't follow that many people I don't care because I'm not gonna see your post and you're, I definitely know you're not gonna interact with me so I don't follow that many people 
So you're still getting good use out of Twitter for the time being then? Mm -hmm. Okay. Maybe I'll just stick to Twitter then. Just use it when I need to. Mm -hmm. Like, I think you might have been the one that started the thread. Like, I keep waking up to all these people I know uh, responding and putting pictures out. And I'm just like, see, this is how it used to be all the time for me. And Twitter, I don't know. I don't like what Elon is doing with it. But I think, like we talked about earlier, he's going to turn it into the, the everything app. Mm-hmm. And he's gonna start charging people for it. The whole Twitter blue was for to slowly implement and have your IDs. You have to show your ID to log into Twitter. I believe that's gonna happen. That's that's where I cut the umbilical cord, yeah, my friend. Yeah, same with me. Like if they start, because that sounds like a slippery slope to social credit. But that's another thing they want to do with social credit system as well, so they can but, track everything you do. Yes, we're very close to that. Well, do you have anything else you want to say, man? Not really. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Hawk underscore it underscore podcast. And you can follow my show on, find my show on any platform like Apple, Google, Spotify. That's it for me. And I recommend it highly, players, that you do check Amit's show out. He really is doing something different over there. It's not your run-of-the-mill conspiracy podcast. He gets personal. He's more like a investigative journalist doing an interview i am yeah well good talking to you man 